so many people don't understand your mind's job is to do what it thinks you want and it bases that on one thing, the words you use. That's Marissa Peer and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today as we end our week with a popular speaker returning to the show who is an expert in the field of the mind. And she's back on the show to talk about the mind, but in the context of how we use our logic and how we use our emotions. And then she's going to give some tips so we can use our mind to work with us rather than against us and use our mind to truly get what we want. Here's Marissa Peer. Enjoy. So the first rule of the mind, what you expect is realized. Who thinks that's true? So here's my advice to you, expect amazing things then. If what is expected tends to be realized, expect the best. Expect love and success and an amazing life because you know what? It will probably be realized really fast if you expect it. Imagination is more powerful than knowledge when dealing with your own mind and the mind of others. If I said to any of you, come and stand on this chair, who would come and stand on this chair? I'll give you $100 to stand on this chair. Sure. If I said, well, now the chair is, that, is on top of that spire on the highest building in Tallinn, who's going to climb up and stand on it for $100? Who would do that? Some people would because they've got a good imagination. They go, if I can stand on it there, I can stand. And most people go, no, I could fall. If I had a little tiny plank up here, you can walk the plank when it's on the floor. Put the plank between two high-rise buildings. Who's going to walk it? Not many people, because the imagination that you could fall and kill yourself is way more powerful than the knowledge that I did this on the ground. It's wide enough. Fear of flying. Knowledge says it's actually the safest place in the world. The most dangerous part of a flight is actually the drive to the airport. That's way more dangerous than being in the plane. Do you think the imagination cares? We'll go, I'm in a flying coffin. I'm hurtling through the air. And that guy looks like he's come straight out of ISIS. And he's in the bar. I think he's going to blow up the plane. And then you feel terrible. The other person's going, I'm watching a movie. I've always wanted to watch The Shape of Water. This is so great. Here's my time again to do nothing. So whatever you imagine will defeat logic, will defeat knowledge. And you can't do it logically because feeling is more powerful than logic. The feeling you're going to die on a plane will always wipe out the logic. This is the safest way to travel. One of my clients said, please help me. So I've done the logic. I went to British Airways flying course. I walked into the cockpit wearing shorts and I lost control of my bowels in front of everyone. Now I'm even more 
scared about flying because this was a course to make you better. They were logically showing me all the controls. When they said they were taking off, I had a terrible accident. I knew it was bad because the pilot put a mask on and I had to be taken off that plane. And now I'm even further back from ever flying because logic doesn't work. Emotion does. And so I would talk to her and say, you know, you have to pretend you're at the front. You have to say when you're on the plane, I love it. Oh, my God, flying thrills me. It elates me. It empowers me. It delights me. I love flying. Your mind goes, you're right. And when you go, I'm going to be blown out of the sky, it's a smithereens, your mind goes, you're right. Because here's another rule of the mind. It does not care if what you do is right or wrong, good or bad, true or false, healthy or unhealthy, just lets it in. So let me show you. Put your hand in front of your mouth. You may have done this before, but let's do it again. Put your hand in front of your mouth like you're about to eat. Close your eyes. And imagine you have a big, fat, juicy, gorgeous lemon in your hand. I want you to breathe in that gorgeous, gorgeous lemon smell. I want you to squish that lemon and feel the waxy surface. Open your mouth, still with your eyes closed. Shove that lemon in your mouth and eat it. I want you to bite the flesh of that lemon. Suck out the flesh. Suck out the lemon. Start chewing it, eating it. Eat that whole entire half of a lemon. Keep going, keep sucking, chewing and swallowing. And open your eyes. And put your hand up if you made saliva. So here's a question for you. Where was the lemon? Where was it? Say that again. Yeah, people say there wasn't one. Oh, there was. There definitely was a lemon. It was in your imagination. You know there's no lemon. You go, what's going on here? I know there's no lemon. Why am I pumping out saliva and going like that? What am I doing that for? I know it's not there. But your mind believes it. The mind will believe everything you tell it. Tell it great things. Don't use wishy-washy, I hope, I try, maybe, who knows. You know, I took, I had a partner years ago who was very ill, and I took him to see a doctor, and the doctor got out the notes and went, hmm, I'll try to make you better. I do the very best. I said, this is not the doctor for you. He's like, look, this is my illness. I'm like, I know. But I'm a therapist. We, we have to interfere. It's our job. It's our calling. So you cannot go to an oncologist that says, I will try, and I hope this works, and if it doesn't, we'll try something else, because it's filling your mind up with nothing. So I'm very lucky. I'm in the book in London for the best doctors in England. I'm not a doctor. I'm a therapist, but they very nicely put me in there. Very happy about that, because I can speak to all the other doctors. So I said to some doctors, who is the best one? They went, Roger Kirby, without without a second's hesitation. So I called Kirby and said, look, we're in the same book. I have this friend with cancer. He said, oh, that's my air excellence. Bring him in. I brought him in. And when he said to him what he had, he went, well, I happen to be the best oncologist in Europe for your problem, and I will fix it. You'll be fine. You'll still be here when you're 75. Which one do you think he liked? And he did say, well, I've already got someone. He went, who is it? He went, oh, I trained him. He's not as good as me. He went, right, I'm going to the teacher, not the student. Because the words, I am the best. I know what to do. You're in good hands. I will save you. I will cure you. We're allowed to say that in the UK. I will make you better. Very different to, well, I'll try. 
we have this new drug, it could work. If it doesn't, there's something else. We can only hope. I mean, that puts a film, we can only hope. Let's try, don't do that. We, this is amazing. This is awesome. This is phenomenal. I use the same words all the time when I'm teaching my students, my RTT grads, what I do. You are elated, you're empowered, you are thrilled, you're delighted. This is awesome, this is amazing. When I make clients, they go, I love the words. Where did you get those words? I'm like, well, I find the most negative ones and I flip them over. I'm useless, I'm spectacular, I'm terrified, I'm delighted. And by the way, fear and, and excitement are exactly the same. You can be on a fun fair screaming your head off and going, Oh, look at that. Are they scared or excited? I don't know. Do you? Because it's the same. When you're excited, you scream. And when you're scared, you scream. So whatever you're doing, say, I'm excited. And you'll feel excited or go, I'm terrified. And you'll feel terrified. We've done in the battle between emotion and logic. Emotion always wins. Your mind does what it thinks you want it to do. This is probably one of the most powerful rules of the mind. Here's your mind's job. It's got a very clear job. I'm your mind and I'm going to do what I think you want. And when you say, oh, this commute is killing me. My boss makes me want to die. My kids are making me go up the wall. I am stressed out of my mind by the freeway. Your mind goes, oh, you keep telling me that something is killing you. It appears to be your job or your commute. Why don't I just give you a lovely ulcer and then you can stay home and avoid that place that's killing you? It's, that's its job. Why don't you do your job and talk to your mind better? The commute is a pain, but I have great CDs to listen to. I have stuff to do. My boss is difficult with everyone. It's not me. He's not there and I'm having sex with my wife. He's not in the room and we're having a lovely dinner. This is temporary. He's an unhappy person. Do it better. You will get what you want when you tell your mind what you want. But here come the words. Let's imagine you're going to give a speech. And the words are, oh, my God, I'm freaked out. I'm terrified. I'm going to go bright right out my mouth and go, oh. I haven't got the time right. I'm so nervous. Your mind goes, do not get on that stage. If you walk to that stage, I'm going to give you a massive panic in the middle of the room because you told me you don't want to do it and I've got to do what you want. Or you can go, I am fantastic at speaking. I've got something to say. People like me. What I have to say is a value. Speaking to a stage is like speaking to my wife or husband. And then your mind goes, get on that stage. And do it. You always have a choice, but your mind's job is to do what it thinks you want. When you go, I want a week off. Who's ever done this? What I would give for a week off lying in bed. Your mind goes, leave that with me. Now you got the flu. How cool am I? I listened to you. You wanted a week off lying around watching Netflix. Now you got it. That's not what you wanted. You need to say, I need some time. And I'm like a battery. I need to recharge and... I'm okay at working full out all week because at weekends, I recharge like a battery. Now your mind understands, but saying I'd give anything not to have to chair that meeting. Your mind goes, how about a nice dose of diarrhea? I can bring that up for you. You don't want to chair that meeting? You said I'd do anything not to go. I'd rather kill myself than give that presentation to my boss. Your mind goes, oh, don't kill yourself. I just give you a really upset stomach. Now you can't even leave the bathroom. There's no chance you're meeting your boss. 
done what you wanted. I know I'm making it funny, but it is funny that so many people don't understand your mind's job is to do what it thinks you want, and it bases that on one thing, the words you use and the pictures you put in your head. And here's some great news. You can change those words and change those pictures like that. And when you do that, it changes everything. Big thanks to Marissa Peer for stopping by. Her website is marissapeer.com. Her Instagram is Marissa Peer Therapy. And her latest book is entitled, Tell Yourself a Better Lie, Use the Power of Rapid Transformational Therapy to Edit Your Story and Rewrite Your Life. And if you'd like to hear more talks with Marissa, you can go to the show description and look at her previous episode section where there'll be a list of all the past episodes that she's been on the show. And also in the show description will be all the links to connect with her and her work and also a link to today's entire talk. So you can go check that out. And that is a wrap for me. Don't forget to follow the show, share it, or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. I am super grateful for you taking the time to do that. And that's it. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you have a, a glorious weekend. And I will see you back here Monday. So until then, stay strong. Later.